continuing in chapter 19, I am Bayes, volume 1, page 31. So the first half of this, first half of this chapter, the Rebbe Rashad is uh, delving into, exploring the so-called personality, properties of the ten hidden spheres, which are the root of the Kav, which is that ray of, that thin ray, line, thread of energy that emerges, returns after the Tzimtzum, which in turn is the root of the ten spheres of Atsilis. And basically, we're talking here that these energies have some form. They're formless form, basically. Ten spheres, but blima, without substance. So the long discussion has been how to identify their identities while still retaining their earlier personality, their transcendent personality. But now the root of it all is the ten hidden spheres. And the question is, on the table, what does this mean exactly? There are ten and they're hidden. Hidden means that they are, uh, as he explained, not just concealed from the eye. They're fundamentally in a different type of state, qualitatively. They're in a state that they're completely encompassed and encompassed and together in a type of amorphous, nebulous uh, state. And he gave really three he said, essentially, we really can't understand. It's beyond our comprehension, human comprehension, to really understand how they are spheres, which means that they have an etchesed gura, which are opposites like fire and water. At the same time, they're complete, they all reside side by side and dwell together. Overall, this is beyond our comprehension, though we sense intuitively that they're that way, that they're one there, meaning that they're not distinct entities. But then he goes on to explain three different basic examples and uh, in, in understanding how this works. So in other words, as much as we can comprehend. As he said at the end of the first one, in the first parentheses, that this is the way we understand opposites. So based on that comprehension of, of paradoxes, so the first example was in the first parentheses, which was the, at the etzim of something as opposed to his dispastus. When you talk about the essential, let's say, elements of fire and water, so they're there, though they're in their quintessential, quintessential state, they're in their purest form, but they're also in their most abstract form, meaning that they haven't yet really developed a personality which one will uh, contradict the other. And that state, they are able to coexist and be side by side. That was the first thing. So in their dispastures, when they extend, when they express themselves, fire and water are at war, will battle each other. But when they're in that purest form, they are like, uh, they're more like archetypes, basically. Even, even babies, that uh, babies always, uh, you know, won't fight with each other. Later when they get developed and grow up, they could be the worst enemies. The purest form, form in a way. Yeah, yeah. Does it mean they're not typhus makum? Maybe they want to take it seeder. It doesn't use the word typhus I wouldn't say they're not typhus No, they have not. They're like the seed, as I said. When mm -hmm. it's in a seed form, things are in their purest, like concentrated state. They don't have that uh, the, the, the individuality of their unique expression is not there yet, though it's rooted there. It's like in a seed form. That's how I would explain it. So not, no, it's not, it's not, it's not because of its bitl or something. It's just it's it's, it's in early genesis. It's an early state of things. I mean, look, you know, in a way, when God created heaven and earth, so he didn't create, it says right away, he created everything the first day, and then he developed it, right? So you could see all of existence, let's say, in a ball, like a seed, and then and then he started taking out from the seed pieces. So, if you think about it, it includes everything. Everything on heaven and earth, every creature. Fire and water included. But in fire and water, when it's in that type of seed type of state, no, God didn't go ahead and create fire and water and so on. They're rooted in different levels. because that, that, that. But in the way they actually develop, I, I mean, it, it's, it's not, it, we have many, there are examples of this. There are many examples. Anyway, example number two, it was in second parenthesis, <laughs> with Seichel, Er Seichel. 
that an idea in its original state is abstract. As such, it carries and contains possibilities for opposite explanations. So in the idea, in the original idea, they still reside side by side. They dwell together. Once they are defined by their stu- the students and their so-called, the way their minds are shaped, let's say Shaman Hillel, that's when it takes on different uh, differences, which can be very disagree- and, and disagreeable ones. And then finally, which is outside the parentheses, he says, and that's where we, we, is the soul. The faculties within the soul. The faculties within the soul are clearly faculties, meaning they will become faculties. And there's a difference between seeing, hearing, and so on. However, in the soul, they don't yet reside in different containers. So therefore, they don't yet have them in seas. They haven't yet become defined and shaped, which would mean that they would have very distinct roles and even contradictory ones. <clears throat> like you see in the human body, for example, uh, it doesn't use this example. But let's say the food pipe and the air pipe. They serve very different roles. When food goes in your mouth, you want it to go down the food pipe, not the air pipe, God forbid. But the way these faculties in the soul are in a, again, in a hiuli, or in the way he says, in a more refined zakus, more refined, ethereal, spiritual state. As such, they can't even compare it at all to where the faculties later will manifest in particular organs and limbs and containers. And each one has, therefore, its particular space. And he says, and then we ended up here, was that and this is why by Matan Teira, in times when you have a gili, a revelation from higher than the order of the structure of existence. Remember the structure? Sight, sound, everything has its place. But there are times in history where there's a revelation from a higher place that's beyond structure. What that means in the nefesh is that you have the gili of etzimah nefesh. In other words, generally speaking, the soul gives us life every every moment, but the soul remains as a life force, and the faculties are each one functioning in their own way. But let's say for a moment, there was a moment where there was a gili, a revelation from a higher place, and it also awakened in your soul more of the essence of the soul. So that's when it's possible that suddenly these two faculties will reverse their roles. In a way, it's like a chlifa duchtai. It's almost like that gili when the students go back to the teacher, mm-hmm. and suddenly, so then, then you can see the sounds and hear the sights. That's the summary of this. I mean, look, everything can always require more explanation, but what you have is something to grasp, but basically the point, after anything is said and done, Rebbe Rashab is helping us sublimate, assimilate to another way of thinking, meaning to think in terms of how things are in their root as opposed to how they are in their expression. And their root, things that are opposites, suddenly are able to reside side by side. And he says, clearly, it's not a scholars. It's not because we're not talking about Bittal and because, like you we'll speak later about, they're, they're both bought to the Kavon El Yenis or Chesed and Vur, and no, they have to work with each other. It's a different story. That's another discussion. That actually is once they're in containers and they can contradict each other, because of their Bittal, they'll still work with each other. Here he's talking simply on a natural in, in their natural progression, there's just a natural way of how things evolve. The way God created the world, in other words. I think this may be helpful. How God created the world, he could have created that pop, boop, uh, a child is born. No, it's not, it's not a seed that grows into a fetus into a, and, and, and develops into a child and then to an adult. But you pop out 20 years old. Like yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or nature. He could have said, a chicken. It's only a chicken pops out. It's not an egg that becomes this. A seed right away is a tree. But there's no there's no process. The fact is the world is created, interestingly, in a metamorph- metamorphosis way. Everything grows to something else. But it says on Sheikh it would be that way. But Same still, you can see that Yeah, right. It says Hard of the Hard of the Yell. Right, exactly. The trees and all that. that, That's why, because, but but, what's that? But why did he create it this way? There's many reasons. There's a process shows you that this is the way we want the structure of existence, just like the interface. We don't just come. You don't just suddenly say, you know what? I want to connect to the divine. I'm connected. No. It's a slow process, climbing the ladder step by step. Assimilating the ideas, absorbing them, the, the containers expand. And even the biggest tzaddik has to go through stages. 
even though in early stages you could say you really can see where he's going, but it's still a process of growth and education. Because what you're doing is you're training a material world that on its own does not have revelation, does not connect. You're training it to connect. So you could say all of nature is very much conducive to that. Everything is a process of growth, a process of absorbing and developing. So as such, when we talk about the interface, you want to be able to know how you climb these steps from a more tangible way. We, for example, the world is full of war and dissent and divisiveness. We don't see how we're all parts of one big picture or else there wouldn't be any battles. So in a very simple sense, if you wanted to apply this to us, you'd say, look, let's say you bring together a group of people who are fighting with each other and say, you know, we all understand you're Aish, you're Mayim, everybody's got their opinion, very strong opinions. But we all come from the same source and we all have a role. We even have a role, our diversity has a role. Ramanin level. Huh? Ramanin level. Right? We all have a role and, we have, and our diversity has a role, that's why we have a beautiful universe. But for us to get there, we cannot stay stuck on the expression level, we have to understand we're rooted somewhere. We all came from the same seed, so to speak. Like he says, Avachod the Kolana in Perik Lamad Bez and Tanya, Kulamasimis, we all rooted somewhere. Yes, now the branches have branched out. But you're living your life on the branch level, or you want to reconnect to the source level, the root level. This is true with brothers and sisters physically, this is true with uh, human beings in general. So, in a way, if you really take this to avoid it, meaning to action, it's not just a nice theory. It's about understanding that we are in a, in a place, and this doesn't mean that we're not Eishamayim there. I'm not talking about obliterating yourself. There's no law. It's just in a much more subtle and refined state where it has not yet been expressed. Now, obviously, the kavana, the purpose that God wants, He doesn't want us to live on the level of the source, or else He wouldn't, wouldn't create a world. Then we're back to, the, the, he doesn't want a seed. He wants the branches. He wants it to come in an expressed level, as pastures, where there is a possibility for war and chaos. But he wants us to be wise and reconnect. So really, this is a, a way of, at least cognitively, of trying to understand how do we connect to a place where all those entities were, in the original place, they were all side by side. They were once one. They resided together. We're not even talking about one in the source source. We're talking about in the state where they still were Asia Mayan, but they're not yet in that full-blown way, the tangible where they, they can't contradict each other. So that's what he's been doing and what he's explaining, and it has real application if you really think about it. Obviously, the Hamzach later will talk about all the different dysfunctionalities between Aaron Kaley, etc., etc., and how they reconnect. So let's continue on page Lamed Aleph. Top, top of page 31. And now starts another parenthesis. This one is a pretty long one, right? Almost to the bottom of the page. So again, we established that there's three ways he explained. We're talking about Esosphere Sagnosis. And we just finished saying about that when, you, when there's a revelation from the essence, or from higher than, say, there's not higher than the structure or the order, there can be a reversal, there can be a, uh, a uh, what's it called, what I call it? A, a wire, uh, a cross wire. The wires get crossed. And that, yeah. Again, it's interesting, he's not saying this because they're all rooted in Hashem Achad, and therefore they're really one fundamentally. He's not even going that far. He's saying even in this essence, it's like a nuisance. He's not talking about alien self before that. That's a whole other story which is discussed elsewhere, that because they're all rooted in Hashem Echad, so they all have a commonality. He didn't say that. He said he's not talking about his scholars now, commonality. He's talking about just their state is not aggressive yet. They're not yet in a, a type of tangible, contradictory state. They're in an amorphous, nebulous state, like the seed, or the different ways, or like this abstract thought, or the nefesh, or the, the, the essential element. And that's why they have that existence. And when there's a revelation, they can exchange roles of Jerusalem. Now in the parentheses. seemingly, ostensibly, this, this what he just said, that the Shemina Sanir, that you can see the sound and hear the sight, 
is the seemingly more than the unity and the, so the mixture, the concoction. I don't want to say concoction. The sarvus, the, 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 the combination, the combo, a mixture that we talked about earlier. What did we talk about earlier? We talked about sarvus, the sarvus, we talked about it in the element, we talked about it in the seichel, and we talked about it in the nefesh. So there, remember, there was before Matantel. That's before there's a revelation. He's saying in the state of an abstract idea or in the, in the state of the essential element state. Uh, you say Ha'esh, you say the Ha'esh, you say Ha'mayim. The state of the abstract idea, the state of the Nefesh, there's a certain Hardus. Now, we just said more than that. And when there's a revelation from that place, there's an actual reverse. So he's saying this is more than just the Begli Sarkis. Let's, let's see what he's going there we said that they were together. Here we're actually saying that that that, that sight is suddenly experiencing sound, and sound is experiencing sight. That's not just that they reside side by side and don't uh, extinguish each other. Did you close the door? No, I'm open the zone. The illness bud. Earlier, we, we, it was explained above. It was explained the in his that the idea of their combining their combo. That they dwell, they they reside together. Like you know, it's like two uh, not enemies, but two opposites residing in one. Area, one place. Tolerate. Huh? Tolerate. It doesn't say tolerate yeah. because it's not, it's not even there. They don't need to tolerate. They don't even have such substance. The einam mikodim zemizem pneshem b'hamtziur. That's the key thing. And you're not, they're not distinguishable one from another because they don't have a tziur yet. They're abstract. As I said, uh, you know, it, it just just you have to think not gash music. You have to think like the machshava of Shmai Bavtai, the idea. It's abstract, so it doesn't yet have it seared. Chesed, Gvura, is it? Osir, Potter. The truth is, if you think about it, when you learn Gemara or you learn any process before you pass it, or Rav is trying to establish what is the halacha in a certain area, a complex matter, there's a stage where he's just gathering information. He's learning the idea. He's learning the concepts. And guaranteed, while he's learning it, he probably has a leaning, ah, this seems to be going like this. And then, you ever see these chuvas when the Nachrenim write the chuva? It, you never know in the beginning where they're going. They start saying, from this Gemara, you could say like this. Then there's another Gemara that says like that. Then there's a Truva that says like that. And then at the end, sometimes even a surprise conclusion. Because sometimes they find one thing that reconciles, or they find one thing that dominates. My point is that they're discussing an idea. At that state of the idea, it has many kavim, so to speak. It can go this way, it can go that way. Just using an example that every process... So there's no when the, one doesn't have it seared yet, meaning because the idea is still it's a concept now. This concept, yeah, I don't know if my example is exact because here it's even more. Here it's saying that the concept is really contains in it the possibility to go like this, possibly like that. Not that one spot is leans like this, one spot. I'm just giving an example, however. So bottom line is that with, with, when we spoke before Isarvus, what we meant was that they reside together because they're not yet distinguishable because they don't yet have seared. They don't have shape. Another example is they say that, that when a child is conceived, initially, initially today, all children are female. Until the first few seconds or the first few minutes, when a chromosome is shifted, and then it becomes a male. So you can see from that alone, that life itself can be very amorphous. And it's just a matter of things that change a little later, or very early stages. But each one is the way it is. It doesn't say they change their personalities. They're just without yet shape and form. They don't have yet tangible definition. Therefore, they reside. But each one is, is what it is. The etzimose is what it is in its purest essential form. The Khan, now, when we spoke about what happened by Matan Torah, that you heard the sounds and so on, and, 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 and saw the sights, no, heard the sight, no, heard the sight and saw the sound, how's it read that? Paul Oh, That 
suddenly is doing something that that the Kreich Hashmi always did. The Kreich is suddenly hearing something which is really the role of Kreich Hashmi. So it's more than just residing side by side and, uh, you know, like in the, in the body, ears, uh, sight is in the eyes, hearing is in the ears. Fine, no problem. They have two different functions, two different places, etc. You close your eyes, you still can hear. Close your ears, you still can see. In the nefesh, Rishmi reside, not, not Rishmi, literally the faculty in a abstract form, so they're, they're together. But, but, but Rishmi does not become Shmi, and Shmi doesn't become Rishmi. These are, uh, you know, there's expressions, maybe another example that may be helpful. When, when Yosef brought Menashe and Ephraim to be blessed by Yaakov, so it says Yaakov reversed his hands. You know, he put Menashe on the right, and Ephraim on the left, because Menashe was older. He thought he was going to bless Ephraim with his right hand. So, he re- so what did Yaakov do? He crossed his hands. So the question Chassidus asks, why? But since he's benching them, why couldn't he give Menashe the, the bracha that Abchar should get, the older one should get? So Chassidus answers, because it's a bracha, not a tefillah. When it comes to a blessing, you can only bless what the person has in their source. The blessing does, it gets rid of impediments and, and reveals quicker or easier that which is destined for you. So Yaakov saw Menashe would get this and Ephraim would get that. So it's not a matter of his wanting to give it to Menashe. can't. It's, that's the source. Like the wire of Menashe goes here and the wire here goes here. What he's only able to do with the brach is bring it down from the shavish down here. Tefillah Chassidus says has the power of Yehi Ratzin. He actually can change destiny. Yehi Ratzin, Ratzin Chadash. Even though, God forbid, let's say a person is in the hospital, you don't say, oh, God destined that they should be sick. You pray that even if the destiny is different, we want to feel it, change it. Change it, change your Ratzin, change your plan. Now, of course, another question, each one has a mile over the other. Tefillah has the mile that you can actually change and bring from another place, but it's not guaranteed as much because you really have to change something and God could say no. Bracha has the chson, you can't really change, but it is destined. So it's like pretty much guaranteed if you're able to draw it down and be a keli for it, etc., etc. It says, Bracha's kainim, Chassidus says, has a mile of bracha and tzilah. You can do both. But but that's another story. My point that I'm trying to say here is that I'm just giving you another example. That it does, you can't, Ria and Shmi, yeah, in the source, they're, they're, they side reside, but they're still Ria and Shmi. It's not. You can't suddenly say Riyah becomes Shmi and Shmi becomes Riyah. So then, so, so the, it's not a question really, just making the point for the Khair, it's more. Maybe we'll explain it, but I'm just, just, which is, it just also from my point of view of methodology of the Rebbe Rashab, you see how, you know, the Khair, he could have not gone to this and left out for us to figure that out. But he wants to spell it out. Obviously, it's going to help our Havana here understand. Yesh Lehmer, Yesh Lehmer, you can say, Shizel Gamkin Rak Pshitzis Atsir Vahagbola. He's going to be saying, you can say, no. That why they exchange roles is because is, is, not, is not really fundamentally different than what he said earlier. It's because they're Pshitzis Atsir Vahagbola. It's not just that they don't have shape, because they are shapeless. And formless and lack defined, that's why they can reverse roles. We're not just talking some type of like, you know, it became crazy. It's still in the structure. It's still, you're still talking about that seeing sounds and hearing and hearing sights. Not that it's only seeing uh, something, you know, completely uh, fantastic you can't relate to. I mentioned synesthesia. It's, a, it's, a, it's, an exi- it's an existing phenomenon, and you can even imagine it. You know, we may not relate to it, but you can imagine it. Rian okay, fine. Rian don't always... Rian have their roles, but sometimes they could be a reversal. What is, what is synesthesia? <laughs> where, you see sound, where you see sounds and you hear sights. You mean it's a real thing? Yeah. You could actually, yeah. There are people who actually, when they hear a sound, they see a color. And when they see a color, they hear a sound. It's just the, the waves. It's a considered uh, a condition? It's a condition. Undesirable condition. Not necessarily undesirable. It doesn't have any consequences. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't mean when they see you, they don't see you exist. It's, no, it means, and I don't know if it's in all cases. I've never spoken to someone who has synesthesia, but it's, it's documented. It's not seen as, as a matter of fact, artists, it's very good for artists because it's, you see, look, when you, when you paint or you play music, you're doing more than just 
creating a sound or, or uh, an image. You're creating a, a vibe, a mood. Mm-hmm. So a person who's able to do that can probably convey something in a deeper way because they're, you know, they, they, they give you, there's a feeling behind it. Look, we all have a feeling when you see something beautiful, you hear music. It's not just a sound in your ear. The best proof is that you hear an irritating sound that disturbs you. A musical sound that's harmonious does something to you that's more than just physical sound. It's a, a beautiful sound creates peace, creates a, a certain sense of uh, tranquility. It can transport you to another time and place. I'm saying all of us realize that sounds and sights are more than just the sound of a sight. Sometimes you look at mean nothing to you. Sometimes you look at something and it can change your whole life. I mean, just to that. So, so take it a step further. For some people, go even deeper. They actually see a, a, a sight. It, turn, it has a sound element to that. Now, I'm not saying this is synesthesia per se, but it's very similar to it. You know, Martin Taylor clearly was miraculous. But everybody experiences a type of synesthesia for a moment. You know, the real question is why? What, 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 what happened to Martin Taylor? Why was it necessary for this miracle to happen? Besides the fact that it's a manifest, but there's a reason. Because they experienced Martin Taylor in a very, very real way. It was such a sensory experience that every uh, sense was stimulated. But more than stimulated, you actually experience sound and sight and so on. But that's another discussion. Anyway, he's saying, so about Makom Mokom, how you can't hear Rishmiya. And it originates not like from In other words, what happened when they heard the sound, when they heard the sight or saw the sound, it doesn't say they heard Chachma uh, and Chachma heard Chesed and Chesed experienced Gvura and Gvura experienced Malchus. In other words, it's not some, some type of free for all. It's coming from their essential quality. From the essential, uh, the essential faculty, as it is at the source of the soul, which is the kayach, the power of sight and the power of sound. Bottom line, what he's saying here is that it's true that this is more than what we said earlier, but it's not a completely new thing. Basically, what he's saying is like this so far. See where it goes. He's saying like this that. Um, that till now we spoke that they reside and dwell side by side. Now he's adding, because they're pshittas, because they don't have shape and form, not only they reside side by side, they're able to assume each other's personality. And he's saying it's not really completely new, it's based on extension of the idea that it's pshittas. Because you see, it's not some type of new wild scenario, it's just that when you travel back to the source, you know, in a way you could say, it's like if you can go back from a tree to the seed, and you're able to manipulate the seed, you can make a branch be a leaf, so to speak. I'm not saying you could. You can, you can manipulate it in a, in a laboratory that way. Again, this is just, I'm giving you a, a little crazy idea. I'm not saying it's possible. This is part of the whole genetic engineering controversy. You know, people can go into the seed and actually add, like a seed is conceived by, I'm sorry, a mag is conceived by, fertilized by a seed, human beings or animals, and let's say you inject it with extra protein, and suddenly you can actually change something. You can't do this later. So in other words, you could say, because it's simply it's such an, a, it's such a, in such a gentle, uh, not the word for not gentle, it's a tender... Primordial? Um, like primordial, yeah, in a sense, a state where things have not yet developed. It's similar also, you know, sometimes I remember once I saw a child fall down the steps, the metal steps in 77. And he stood up like nothing happened. If anyone else, an adult, would fall down and break all their bones. There's a certain pliability, malleability. Like, you know, children, for example, if, God forbid, something happens, it's much easier to replace something because they, it's, it's still soft and tender. It can, be, it, it can manipulate it more. I mean, just an example. That's, so, in other words, so that's what he's saying here. That because it's more posture, that's why... They uh, they so exchange roles. In other words, they're they're also clo- they're not just residing side by side. They're closer in 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 the in, in they're closer in personality because they don't yet have their shape and form. Anyway, let's just continue here. Now he's going to explain there, but the fact is they're opposites. They're not just two faculties, like Asian Mayim. He said, are opposites. So you can say, one second, it's not so simple. How could Ziyah suddenly do what Shmiya is? Ziyah 
For example, you see a physical thing. You can't hear a physical thing. You hear a sound. A sound already is already more ethereal. This is, it says other places of Chassidus, that Shmir, that Ria, that's why which means a witness can't become a judge because when you see it, you can't ever be objective again. Because there's a certain samtus, a certain truth. I saw it and that's it, even if you don't understand it. Shmir, because you heard it, you didn't actually see the experience, you heard about it, or you heard a sound, you could always say, well, maybe I heard something else, not maybe it was like this. Now, seeing also, you could sometimes see something and never, and, and not, you know, this can be an illusion. But sight has that effect on you because it's such a tangible thing as effect. Interestingly, this also says the opposite, that Ria is not as primitive. You see something, like you see a whole painting, you can see the image, but Shmir, you build a case. Like if you want to understand something, you need to, you know, step by step. If you saw uh, a, a sight, you can take it in and be very, very affected by it, but you may not understand what you just saw. In Shmir, there's no way that it enters you if you don't have some comprehension. So there's a primitive element to it. That's why the it's a contradiction. That's why it says, God forbid, someone causes someone to be deaf. You have to pay like, like as if you kill them. It's the whole life to make cool. The summa is only to make whatever, only for the because hearing is more, for that reason, is more value than sight does. Everyone should be blessed to have everything, but the point being is just to understand each one's role. Yeah. So he, one second, let me just finish this line. So so therefore and the fact that grasps a physical thing and, and, and sound as a, the spiritual or the more ethereal side that's their tzir that's already how they express it but when the keiches are in their state of pshittis formlessness in their atzmin it's called keiches atzmin meaning how they stand inside, the faculties are inside the soul, where they have no defined state yet. There, you could see the, the sound. What do you want to, what do you want to say? Okay. So that's the cheder. You know, it is developing. Nevertheless, it's difficult to say this. Ria, you see the etzim. So isn't that deeper? You said, you it's not really relevant here. Uh, each one has something. Rhea, you, you see that, but you may not relate to that. We'll talk about it again, don't you? It's not comprehension. It's not premistic. It affects the person at deeper level. You can stand in awe. Yeah. Nevertheless, it's difficult to say. You can't just say that distinctions between them is only on their expressive level, but not in their essential level. Why? <clears throat> because what, what distinguishes them in their fundamental, the etzimahusim, their fundamental personality, that sight grasps the etzimahus, the inner personality and etzim and the essence of the thing. And sound grasps only the the expression with Sias, the outer the outer layer of the thing, surface. The surface. Superficial language. What? Superficial qualities. I don't know say I will not say superficial. Because superficial has different translation. But Sias Mohus. Sias would be the outer layer what you see. Sias is the core. Sias is the, the object that. itself and, and Mohus is what what is it really in the inner dimension? And this is the reason. It's not some incidental element that when Shmir happens this. Because they fundamentally are different uh, faculties. Ria has the power to touch the etzim. That's why when they come and these faculties come into containers of their containers, Ria tefeses dover gashmi, sight can see and grasp a physical thing, dafke, specifically v'shmir dover ruchni. And Shmir uh, grasps the Dover Ruchni, meaning more ethereal. Let's make it clear. Ruchni here is not as opposed to Gashmi, uh, that Ria is Magushim and and, and Shmi is, is, excuse me, is Eidola. One, a sound is fundamentally more Ruchni than, uh, than, than, than uh, Gashmi. In a way, Ria is connected more like to touch. You touch a physical thing. You can't touch a sound. That makes it more Ruchni. 
Ria can see something that you can touch. Shmir cannot. That's what he means by Dover Ruchmans. Just one acquired. He's not speaking it in the mile, he's speaking as a son. As a weak one. That's according, that commensurate, that's according to their essential personality. That sight grasps the mahus of something. The essence, mahus, we said, mahu, what is it? He's explaining. It's not before what he said was that, you know, because they're pshitas, because they're formless in their root state, they can, it goes one step further. Not only can they reside near each other, they can replace each other for time being. And the fact that the one grasps Gashmi's physical, one grasps uh, ethereal, is so-called something that happens later, like fire and water. Once it's expressed, this one burns, and this one is, uh, this one's cold, this one's hot. It says, no, the other way around. is because they're fundamentally, in their root, different. Ria is connected to Etzem. In other words, it's not just the distinction happens as they extend outward. It's opposite. The root of Ria is, it touches an Etzem. This is going to discuss a lot later if you remember Metzach, when you see the face as opposed to sound. It's very similar, a similarity to this. So, and therefore, that's why you grasp the Dovagash, because through that you're grabbing the Mohus of something. It would be like when you actually embrace the king as opposed to listen to his order. So in a way, listening has a mile, but embracing, you're actually grasping his mohus, whatever the essence of who he is. It says in Tanya, like a mitzvah. Teda is more God's wisdom. A mitzvah, you grasp the etzim itself because you're doing the ratzim itself, the ratzim arzim. And shmir, because it's, it grasps the, the, more the ethereal because it is uh, only the mitzvah, only grasp, I'm sorry, that's real, because Shmir connects only to the Mitzvah of something. So in other words, if you were speaking in the root of in the root of everything, before it gets into sight and sound, everything has a Mahusa Mitzvah. Mahusa is the inner dimension, Mitzvah is its outer dimension, how, how, how you see it's expressed. Ri and Shmir are two forces. One is rooted in the Mahus. That's why it's real. That's why you see Gashmir's. Yet we see the physical thing. Shmi is rooted and connected to the the, the metzias of something. I'm sorry, yet the metzias, and therefore you see you see only the ruchni. You don't see the the real. You don't relate to the inner essence of it. You don't connect to the real inner essence. Not relate, connect. This is what he's now qualifying. So we see from this that their distinction. That this grasp, Kashmir, this Rukhni, is not just something that happens on the container level. It's in their root level, in their source, there are two different things. So we're back to the Lechayda then. Notice the Yashlema that he said is not adequate. Not adequate to just dismiss it, so to speak, as being just another dimension of Pshittas and Stormlessness. No, in their root they're different. And when they saw the sound, sounds, Ria, suddenly, this Ria, which Ba'atsim is has nothing to do with Mitsias, it's to do with Ruchni and Primius. I'm sorry, with, 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 with not, not Ruchni, with Muhus and Gashmi, suddenly is toughest as a Mitsias, Ushmi toughest Muhusa Dabak. And suddenly sound, which never relates to the Muhus, the essence of something, suddenly grasp the essence of it. In the parentheses, the Kipshute Shiros Akelis had Literally. They saw the sounds, it means only that seer. You know, what he's saying is like this. Actually, the difference between these two ways he's explaining is one kipshute. You know, kipshute, when you talk about pshat, when it says in Chumash Reynes Anishma, I mean, it says Rashi Taishas and Mechilta. But the pshat level, it means, what do they see exactly? They saw sound. Okay, it's hard to imagine. You know, usually you hear sound, but they saw something. Sound waves, so yeah, they understand it. Okay, well, yeah, when the Kale Schaefer, let's say, or Anoichi, whatever. The Kale, there was a Kale Schaefer, so usually you just see, hear a sound Schaefer. They saw something. They saw sound waves and had an image, whatever it may be. So Pshute, you can just say it's only the Tzir. We're not talking about Etzim HaNefesh, experience something differently. He's just qualifying what he's saying here. So in other words, it is 
even though Pshat, you could say that, but some, but but the Fihanal, according to what we discussed earlier, has a Bamhusa Something also happened in Bamhusa They didn't just see a sound wave. The Kayach Hashmiya in the soul, the essence of the soul, experienced suddenly Muhus of something. So it's a lot deeper. No, according to Kipshute, you could still say that this idea is, is similar to what we spoke earlier, a little more, a little taken a step further. But the truth is, no, something fundamentally happened on a deeper level. And that's, of course, makes it much more, much, much different than what we're saying. It's not just the Sardis and the Sardis, the two things dwell side by side, they actually change personalities. When you say Esh and Mayim reside one another, it doesn't say Esh becomes Mayim and Mayim becomes Esh. So, you know, in the Etzim Yuli. And if that's, if that's the case, it's actually a reversal of faculties. Does the Pinkies have substitution here? No, reversal is Chalfus. can be reversal, it can be exchange, it can be substitution. Yeah, these are all legitimate words. Yeah. So now he's already on the subject. He's going further. According to this, not understood, what's the advantage? What do we gain by this? What was gained? If Riyah is always the Mohus, what's so, what's so great about seeing something Metzius? If you see the essence of something, what will help to see the external outer side? If you think about it, this right here is also talking interface. In other words, because you need both. I'm not saying what he's going to answer, but basically, you right away see here that that the, that the, the so the question is what what was gained from this? I don't know what the conclusion will be. We'll see in a moment. But the bottom line is the flow here is that since now we're machadish, that it's not just a reversal that happened on an external level, but it's also fundamentally that suddenly Ria is seeing mitzias. So what exactly is the advantage of that? What's the virtue? Now it's elsewhere it's explained. The idea of seeing the sounds, that the spirituality that brings into being the yesh, the, the ego, the being of existence, the itness, the itness of existence, which for us is distant. What's distant? The ruchnis. We see the gashmis. We don't see the Force that giving it life. I'm sorry. That we usually relate to the ruchnis that create something, the life force within, from distance. In other words, for us, it's a form of shmir. We heard about it. I heard the story that God created the world and that God, the divine energy, gives it life. But I can't relate to it. So it's all rak b'kin shmir v'asogi merachik. That was the word the Chiddush. Elsewhere he explains that the spirituality, the spiritual divine force, energy, that brings existence into being, which for us is usually distant, meaning it's only like, like, like a voice, like a sound, and like a distant comprehension, you know, like understanding something but not relating to it physically, by Matan Teda, it became Riyah Makarov. In other words, they suddenly saw there's this inner force. That sells elsewhere. No, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I skipped the line. And since that was revealed, therefore they saw the sound. Which means, I'm sorry, heard. They heard the sound. They heard the sound. The sight. They heard that. It's, it's, I'm getting reversed myself. My they heard the sight. And the other way around as well. So means that they heard that which they saw that which they usually only hear. They saw it's a metaphor, meaning that they experienced it in a closer way. Yeah. They saw only what you usually hear, which means that which you hear from a distance. So they saw the Kayak Mahavid. And the Mela, they heard what they see, meaning that the Yesha Gashmi. Was for them. Now that was the distant thing because now the biyash becomes completely kind of, sublimated when the ruchnis is revealed. Experiencing it in a more intimate. Mamela shemen esanira. 
that that which you usually relate to on a more intimate, personal level, they, they became more distant to them. That means that they saw the essential divine ayin, which is usually nothingness, meaning invisible, and incomprehensible. They saw it as that being the truth. And the physical was for them only in a form of hearing. Like hearing about it. Because in truth, it's not a true existence. It's like what Levi Yitzhak once said to the Ebershtim. What's the kunz? What's the trick? You, you give the Jews Elam Hazah and all his temptations. That's their reality. And he told them in a book to read about the spiritual worlds. You expect them to be disciplined. Why don't you do the opposite? Give them Ruchnius, let them experience that tangibly, and let them read in a book about Kashmas. In other words, what we say, what is to us obvious is the physical world. We have to be taught. We have to meditate, contemplate. Okay, that behind this is Azra, divine providence, and there's a kaiyachel ki and mahab. That's usual, the usual experience. By Matan Teda, there was a revelation. Suddenly, everything changed. That which we related to from a distance, which is that the ayin ki, the divine force, that's suddenly they, which was shmi. In other words, we usually relate to shmi. Now they saw it. Vain. That which was always heard. What do you mean saw it? They experienced it on a very intimate, close level. They, they... So they saw that which usually you hear only about, which is that ayin. It's like seeing, seeing something that you've always been concealed. And what did they hear? What they usually, what they usually um, experience close gashmis now became more of a more bottle. And they saw that it's not really true. It's not in the function of the cause. So that's royinus anishma. It's not that, the, the function of the cross. Sorry, to see what usually what is usually distant, okay. and what is and, and to hear no. distant what is usually close. Okay. The interesting thing is shemus anira nira now is what usually you see as gashmius. Now you see, it becomes distant. It's only ruchmius. It's only shmiya. The way we always perceive ruchmius. Yeah. The Imkain, according to this explanation, which is explanation elsewhere, according to this, this is there's no exchange, there's no um, reversal or, or as you call it, uh, substitution of faculties. It's just that they the external the affects this change. It's the experience that change. Yeah. It's the experience. The subject matter change. No, no, their experience, their relationship. Seemingly, this is what it says in Tanya. He does call Sefer Shabbain. Sefer Shabbain is usually the first Chalik in Tanya. Okay, so it's a name for the whole Tanya. It does say this elsewhere. It's interesting why we call Sefer Shabbain. Yeah, 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 yeah. What does it say there? Should we, if had we not been ilmole nitna dushus, been given permission. To had we been given permission for the eye to see, had the eye been given permission to see, nothing on. could exist. Yeah. Meaning, in other words, that the gashmis, which is usually close to us, in a form of nida, is now in a form of shmiya, distant. Like it says elsewhere in their interpretation, it says, who's Ezra Chachm Hareyes Who's the wise person? The one that sees the birthing. Usually means the one that sees the results. Doesn't just look at the cause, you can see the impact, the consequences of something. Sees what's coming. Not means that it's a Chachm, we're not talking about a Novi. Talking about he's able to see the outcome, the outcome of things. So the types elsewhere is Shareyes Anel, meaning that you see the birthing of Ma'ayin Liyash. You actually can see, in other words, that Ayin Aliki. That gives life to something, which we don't, that's what, not a chacham doesn't see that. Hanel meaning literally, the birthing of existence. But according to this, it's in the level, the essence, it's, 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 um, it's in this, it's in the soul, in its essence, its essential power, faculty of seeing and hearing within it, 
before it manifests in the body. And and you don't have here any type of uh, mixture of the faculties. Well, it's not as nice as Arvis. Yeah. So in other words, it's a whole different subject, basically saying. It's not connected to what we're discussing here. It's a whole, according to this interpretation, it's a whole different thing. Yeah, sure. We're not talking about whether, yeah, okay. However, you can say according to the Baba, who says You could say that the meaning in seeing the sound is the Chiddush's part is in Kehashmiya. Because Ria, he's going now back. The real Chiddush is in the power of hearing. Because Ria, like he said, if you see the Mohus, what's the advantage of seeing the Mitzis? So the explanation that he, the first the explanation is. That's not the point. It's, the point is that you're seeing the Ruchnius. And Gashmis is now dif- distant to you. That's, that's the first interpretation here. But now he's going back that the real Chiddush, back to the question of what's advantage, the real advantage is in the power of hearing, not in the power of seeing. Because hearing is going to experience something you never experienced before. Which is usually you just have Mitzis. Here, by them, by, by Matan Teire, by the Eden, it was like Kaya <coughs> that they appreciated the Muhus, they comprehended the Muhus, the essence. In other words, it had both miles. Not just seeing alone. When seeing doesn't mean you comprehend it. Seeing means you grasp the essence. Here they had both. Shmiya gives you Hasoga, gives you understanding. And here they had Hasoga's Muhus, not Mitzis. In other words, I didn't mention, I alluded to it earlier. Ria grasped the essence, but you don't have necessarily have comprehension of it. Shmi is comprehension, but it's only of the outer. By when Shem and Sanira, what happens is you have both. Hasogus and Mohus, not just Hasogus and Mitzvah. And you have the comprehension? Yeah. And the comprehension. That's what he's saying. And, and, and the one I didn't hear. Well, like Lassid Lavi, like in the future. That every creature, every shaped form, every form will know that you formed it, that you shaped it. And look and delve into what he says later, discuss later, chapter, they say the bottom is 227. We have to say that Matan Teda was the revelation from Atmos itself. Now he's going to something he didn't say to him. That's higher than the ten hidden spheres. Understand? So now this has a whole different take on the whole thing. What's going on here is, see, till now, this was about the real punchline of the parentheses. Till now we were talking how the Esosphere Sagnusis are. How could they coexist? So the answer is it's in an amorphous, abstract state as it gave all the different examples. And therefore they can reside one near each other. But there was never a discussion of them replacing each other, the Kreches. So in the parentheses you began a whole discussion, this is much more than just. And then he went back and forth, maybe it's not much more, but then he went back and it is much more. Because also on the essence something happened. And even this explanation that he gave now, that it's only figuratively, so to speak, that it's only... But that he still says that's only one explanation. That's not the only explanation. So something did happen in the essence of the soul. So now he's saying, yes, it is a new thing. We're not talking about before SSVs and Gruzis doesn't have the power to re- reverse. You have the power to reside one near one another, each other. Where Aish and Mayim, as they extend themselves, cannot. They fight each other. Nessus and Gruzis, they, they coexist. Atmos, however, which is higher than even the spheres altogether, that. It gives the power that Shmiyak becomes like Riyah and Riyah like Shmiyak. So he has a lot of explanations in Reyna Sanishme here, but the bottom line is, he's still going back, that there is a fundamental thing that happens in the etzim of the soul. It's not only in the extension. It's not just the explanation he gave, that Reyna Sanishme, that you sense the Ruchnius and that's close to you. But even Shmiyak has a deeper experience of a Sagasimus. How is that possible? Let's put it this way. The faculties in the soul don't have the power to reverse roles. They have the power to coexist. So this is high, this actually is like planting the seed of real Ardas that will come later. And Atmos has the power 
So this is comes from Atmos that's higher than this. Is talking about coming later, chapter two hundred. <laughs> yeah, but even later, if you remember, there's a, yeah. I have to look. I have to look. Yeshlem Shuzeli and Talchia. Yeshlem is you could say this is Talchia. This is the do that gives life. There's the Gemara says about Talchia that when the Asadavi will be like a tal do will fall and that will like will be a moisture like 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 uh, that will um, revive Talchia because Talchia the Gemara also says when the, and, and each dibur parchin ishmasam. Every time, every one of the Ten Commandments, their souls expired, and through Talchia, it gave them. It had to be. It had to be resurrected, basically. So that's Talchia. It's coming from a higher place. In other words, something happened by Mantei's. What he wants to say, Mantei did not just happen. A revelation of Esosfiras Agnusis. Something new. And that is what caused them to be Iskalos. Now he's saying Iskalos, not Tisardus or Isardus. Scholars that they actually can replace each other's role. Interconnectivity. Shmir can play the role of Ria, Ria can play the role of Shmir. That's the real Chiddush of the Prentice, and it is relevant. That's what this whole thing is. Let's, let me finish the chapter here. This is out of the Prentice. So, yes, you could say that the level of Ria and Shmir, that the level of sight and sound in the soul before it manifests in the body, is the level, no, I'm sorry, which is the level of Riyas Amogus, to see the essence, Vasagas Amogus, to, to comprehend the essence, Kumayasagas Anisham is Beganeden, like the comprehension of souls in Ganeden. In other words, in the Etzim, in the soul, this is the, the roles of, of sight and sound, because sight and sound and physically, we know what their role is. The question is, what's the role in the soul? So it's basically one sees the Mogus and one comprehends the Mogus. So he says, all this, this is only in the energy level of the structure. Which means in the divine reflection, reflection of the divine light that manifests in the world. Right. And Atzilis, we could say, this is only in the reflection of the energies of Atzilis, not the essence of the energy. Being that they have left and separated from the containers. But the essence of the energy in Atsilis, that is. And in generally, the even stuff that's higher than manifesting in the world, is only. We only can have a comprehend. We only can know of it. The And what happened was when they saw the sound, they actually saw the essence of the energy, not just the the way it manifests in the world. and hearing the sight. Obviously, this can only be understood after the parentheses. Yeah. Well, it's combining them all. That hasogia comprehension is in the comprehension the essence, the inyan hayisarvus, and what is the combination? Every faculty is not limited in its personality. Dafka specifically to its personality. This is like the discussion earlier of the exchange of the reversal of roles, substitution of roles. And it's barely that we discussed earlier. That's because the source is amorphous, is formless. And this is more than the Sartus. Yeah, because the Sartus means they coexist. They can reside side by side. Here they actually can replace each other's roles. He's combining all the meanings together. Yeah, he's accepting the, he's yeah, accepting yeah. the figure. Yeah. So let me just do the kiss in here. He's accepting the rainness and he's from his figure with it. Both. both, yeah, yeah, no, it's but Mokamach. Look, it's, it's a different explanation, but they both they all fit in here. Kitsur Rabbiyah Inyan. The explanation of this is Hini Esas Sfiras Agnusim Pchinas Iruvis Ardus. The ten hidden spheres are in a form of combination and unity. Vagamshein Hafkim BeMuhusim, even though they are fundamentally opposites. Hini Haatzmim Sheinim BeIsdalos Einim Nikar Behem Hafkus. In the essential state that is not revealed, you cannot recognize their opposite, their their, their oppositeness, their their contradictions. Because they're not yet in the form of metzies. They're not yet substantial. And that's where they get united as one. Like abstract ideas. 
Look, my seichel hiyuli, like the 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 root of seichel in its nebulous form. Like the essential faculties as they are encompassed in the essence of the soul. This is what by Matan Teira they saw the sound. The sight, they actually saw the spirit, which they usually cannot see and only hear from a distance. And they, saw, they heard the sight, which means they actually appreciated the muhus, the essence of the experience. This is a little review on the combination of how all these different meanings in Reyes and Nishma works. But clearly, from the summary, you see that's how he concludes it. So, bottom line is, Essus is one level that where they all reside side by side because they're in that amorphous state. Okay. We'll stop here. We finished chapter uh, 19, page 32. We learned today 31 and 32 in IM base.